Life Audio. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Girl Club. I am Cynthia Garrett. And it is always my pleasure to bring you Girl Club every week. So wherever you are in the world this morning, this evening, tonight, I just want to say hi and welcome. You know, as as those of you who are regulars with us know, this, this program and this show is all about real girls having real talk about real issues while seeking to apply our real faith. Because I truly believe that no matter what we're going through or no matter what we're doing or no matter what we're thinking, God has a point of view that trumps ours. It's just better than ours. And for those of you who are not believers, if you've stumbled upon this program, I just want to share with you that, you know, no matter how much wisdom that you think that you may have or no matter how far you may have gotten on your own in life or feeling as if you've gotten there on your own, you know, there's a God who created you, you know, he created all of us and he's bigger than all of us and more powerful than all of us. And he's real, you know, and, and in my life, I have found him to be the realest thing in my life. You know, um, he never disappoints. He never fails. And so no matter what it is that I'm going through, I try to always remember to keep him first, you know, in my, my thought process. And in the way that I view the world, I try to always put love on things and forgiveness on everything. So because we serve a God of forgiveness. So um, for those of you joining us through uh, the Salem Media platform or uh, on podcast, I just want to really encourage you to start joining us at CynthiaGarrett.org and click through to the ministry YouTube channel, uh, Cynthia Garrett Ministries. Um, at YouTube, because you can not only find all of the past episodes there, as you can find on all of the other platforms like Salem that we're on, but you can actually join us live on Mondays. We can, you, you, we can look at your comments, you know, you can send in your questions, you can voice your thoughts and opinions, whether you agree or disagree. We love to just provide a safe place to dialogue here at Girl Club. And that's really what this is about. Iron sharpens iron. And we were created for fellowship. And without it, we can sometimes think that we're the only one in the world going through whatever it is that we're going through. And you're not. You're not alone. There are women and men all around the world who are going through the same things. You know, at the end of the day, we all want community and love and to feel fulfilled and satisfied in the lives that we're living. And um, the best place I know to do that has been you know, in the word of God and holding on to my faith and in the friends that I've been blessed with, especially friends who share my faith because we speak a different language to each other. And um, so anyway, I just want to welcome in, um, you know, the Girl Club crew, uh, my regular tribe of three amazing women um, often an amazing young guest host who joins us, but today it is me and Christina Reynolds. Um, and we're going to, we're going to hang with you for this next period of time. Hi, Christina. 
Hello. Yay. We so, made and, it. And, <laughs> yeah, for those of you, yes, we made it. We made it. For those of you regulars, you know that Christina is an amazing singer and songwriter. Um, she also leads amazing worship and is a great evangelist, teacher. Um, and she has the coolest TikTok platform <laughs> called Shuffle Mamas that I just am obsessed with. And they just released a new video and it's so cute. I just want you guys to dance longer. I needed to see more <laughs> this, this week. That's she, awesome. Christina, uh, Chris, Christina and her family also have a, just a, Meet the Reynolds. It, they're just the most awesome young family, uh, Christian family mixed racially and navigating all kinds of cool stuff and raising kids. And, and I don't know, I just love it. And I love her and being with her today um, on girl club is really reminiscent of a lot of the time that we spent Christina because Christina became my regular sidekick on the sessions, um, which airs on the TBN platforms and also on the ministry YouTube channel. So hi y'all. Hey, CR. <laughs> Hey, hey everybody. Oh, it's so good to see everyone in the comments. I know. Hi, 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 Salumbra. It's good to see you too. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Mushe. Mushe. I love, I, I love, we have some regulars that always say hello. Hi, Latanya. Well, that might be a new name. Is that a new name to Girl Club? Latanya Tyler. Good morning to you too. Hi, Lori. It's good to see you. Yeah, Christina, I, I love I love the shout outs we get when we start. So we're just trying to take yeah. time to say hello. Yeah, yeah, Ashley. Ashley writes, hey, ladies, I thought I was running late, but I'm still on time. And I went, now that's embarrassing. <laughs> she was like, we have to start immediately now. Ashley, I couldn't, <laughs> Ashley, I could not get logged in on my husband's computer this morning. And so 15 minutes in, we were finally there. And Anna said, well, to be fair, it's, no later than we normally start. And I thought, you know, we've got to get this program off on time. You guys, for those of you regulars, you know that we start at 11 a.m. Central Time, which is 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on Mondays. And I think that's five o'clock in the UK and six o'clock in South Africa, if I'm not mistaken. Anna, you can post those times when you get a second. But a lot of times we end up maybe 10, 15 minutes behind the behind schedule. And I thank you guys for hanging in the gallery and waiting for us to go live. Anna is faithful to kind of post and let you know what's going on. Uh, maybe Christina Boudreaux lost her shoe or maybe I'm running later. It's always something funny. And I guess that's just what it is when you have four girls doing this. So, um, and the fifth one that you guys don't often see Anna, who's behind the scenes, making sure that uh, the program comes off without any hitches or glitches. So good luck, Anna. We love you. She's she's always so on Christina, time. <laughs> yeah, she's always on time. Anna is always on time. Hi, Maria. Excited. Thanks for joining us. Um, Christina, how's your week been? Uh, oh. Ah, from South Africa. Hi, yes. South Africa. <laughs> hi Jahaya. it's good that you're here hey Jahaya, tell your mommy and daddy i send my love yep 5 p.m in the uk hi Teresa. good to see you <laughs> so, heart of the city san diego hey well hello ladies we've Aww. got somebody who seems to have a podcast as well that's awesome 
Well, nice to meet you out there. Irene, I'm Irene Wright, so glad to join in again as I've missed some sessions. Lovely to see you amazing ladies. Yep, fight for PM in the UK. Hi, Irene. It's good to see you. So, Mamacita, how's your week been? You know, we've been... Yeah, I know. When last when last we met, <laughs> you know, I, I, Christina, I love how transparent you are. I do. Oh you know? gosh, and I know. Good. No, but I, but but I, look, I think if we can't be transparent here with each other, in the hopes of helping each other apply faith to what we're going through, then we're never going to grow, right? So right. I just love, I love your transparency, and I know you've had your hands full, you know. Yeah, with church folk. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a crazy month, I'll say that. But I'm here. I'm really happy to be here. I was sad that I had to miss last week. I'm like, can't even fully remember why. But that's how busy this week has been. But I'm excited to be here and just be in connection with all of you ladies and get to hash out and talk through things because I really do need it. Um, I feel like, I don't know, a lot's been going on in the world, in the church world, and community outside of community and it's yeah i'm here to talk about it if we want to talk about it <laughs> all right how about you ladies i want to hear from you guys how has your um week been drop a little comment over here i'd love to hear get a little vibe check of how everyone's been doing i just love that I mean, I love seeing all of these familiar names over here on the side and just knowing that we've been on this, like in this conversation for, I think almost, has it been three months now? And just getting to even hear your guys' thoughts and your stories that you guys have been so kind to be open and honest about in the comments. Like seriously, we so appreciate it. Um, but I think it's just really interesting where the Lord has been leading all of us. And it's been super encouraging to know that we've all kind of been on like the same similar journey, um, expressed in different ways, of course, but the similar themes that has been in all of our lives. And it's, it really has been so amazing to get to walk with you guys. And, um, even just recently, like we got like such a great email, um, from Pamela Lee. And I think we're going to share it today. And she just kind of like shared all of this about what she's been going through and just like this time of transition and, just stepping out in faith and obedience of, you know, leaving certain things behind and moving forward, not knowing, you know, what, what it is that the Lord even has for her, but taking that step of faith. And as I was reading it this morning, I was just feeling, ah, I was like, this hits so hard with me. And I know for a lot of us ladies on the show, just because we're all in very similar seasons, I'm just like amazed at like, how are we all on the same path? in different ways. And we're able to come together here on a Monday, Monday morning, evening, and just hash it out. Like that to me is just such a gift and really miraculous because I'm not going to lie outside of this group right here. There aren't that many people that I actually track with necessarily. So I think it's really cool that us as being strangers can connect here. So I'm going to share a few things here. Um, Ashley, it's been hectic, but God is for sure guiding us this week. Yes, that is so true. That's actually a huge reason why we're even late today. It's just the hecticness of life can get really overwhelming. Um, I'm just excited that I'm even here and I'm like awake right now. 
Um, Lori says, I've been doing well. I moved to Nevada in May and God has set me on a path by way of my new job. I'm super excited. Well, congratulations, Lori. I mean, a relocation can be scary and also super exciting. So congratulations to you. Um, Oh, Michelle said, I'd asked Holy Spirit to give me opportunity to talk to someone about Jesus. And it happened to an atheist sitting with me in a car. What? That's crazy. Was it an Uber? I'd love to hear that story. Um, Teresa says, life is tough, but many blessings too. Yes, life is very tough. But yes, God is super faithful and super good through it all. Um, Let's see. You guys are... Okay. Um, Heart of the City, San Diego podcast. My week was weird. I'm heading to Ukraine soon and went through an emotional journey and then a place of peace with the Lord. Wow. You're heading to Ukraine. Please comment below why you're heading there. That is so interesting and really crazy. Um, Cynthia, we're just reading through some comments. I asked how everyone else is doing. Everyone else is going through some crazy stuff as well. Oh, Latanya, doing well, but battling a hundred plus degree weather here in Texas. God provides AC. Yes, we're over here with like ninety five to ninety nine in KC right now. I know Cynthia has like a hundred degree weather, so it's really we're trying to stay yeah. cool and like not faint in the heat. Um, Maria says her week has been challenging, but not willing to give up. Amen. We're not going to give up. Um, trusting that God will help me to take faith filled steps into His destiny. Same here, girl. We are. Like all of these comments just hit hard. Um, Ashley Salazar, please, ladies, keep my husband in your prayers as he's having surgery this Thursday. Um, yes, Lord, we just lift up Ashley's husband, Samuel. We thank you for a successful and smooth surgery in Jesus' name. Um, yeah, yeah, we will keep you in prayer. Okay, I did want to, you know. I did want to get into, since we've been diving into, um, it's been a hectic week. Yeah. Thank you guys. I'm looking through the comments you guys were looking through and, um, uh, you guys are having so much, you know, it's interesting. I kind of relate to the, my week was weird. Um, and going through an emotional journey. Um, do you, Christina, I got to ask you a question. Do do you find that, do you find that sometimes, because, and I'm going to ask you this, knowing that you've done a lot of inner healing, as have I, Mm -hmm. and knowing that, and, and just to kind of explain, so you guys understand, sometimes our emotions or when we're kind of on these emotional journeys, they connect back to some sort of brokenness, some sort of place that we're connecting into that God wants Mm -hmm. to heal. And so if I start kind of going through it, it's a, it's an indicator that I either have to confront something maybe that I think or thought I was healed from, or that I just need to sit and maybe dive into like what he's trying to teach me or show me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause I see a lot of my week's been challenging, but I'm not willing to give up. You know, I, I see a lot of these, I'm, I'm sure you read through them, Christina. So yeah, just, um, Wow. Gloria is a former church planter in London, but now back in San Diego, a crisis chaplain. Wow. You got a big job, Gloria. Um, wow. Kind of interesting. She's got a big connection in London like we do. Yeah. yeah. That's and, really cool. And, and, 
Yeah, and Gloria Nova uh, Page, who's a, a Girl Club tribe tribe member here, she is in the San Diego area and has been in ministry there oh, for yeah. a long, long time. Yeah, for like 27 years. Um, bipolar. Wow, Miche. Okay. I'm just, I'm just kind of looking at these comments as we sort of filter in and, and um, does it seem to you, Christina, like a lot of people are kind of in an emotional place or going through some, you know, I, I mean, I think about what we've all kind of been talking about the last few weeks. And do you think there's just some sort of a, an attack going on? Yeah. I mean, honestly, what, as I'm also reading through these comments, like I was just sharing with the ladies that like, a lot of what people are saying really resonates with me. Like, you know, my husband isn't going through surgery. I'm not, I didn't, I'm not moving, none of that, but like the emotions surrounding it really do resonate with me. And I do think that like, I, I think and it was something that Pamela wrote in her, in her email and I'm not going to butcher it, but I'll just share what I got from it is that like, mm-hmm. I feel like the Lord is really, he is training us right now. He's preparing us for what is ahead. And when you are being trained, it's not easy. It's through difficulty. It's through obstacles. It's through also going through massive healing. Um, when you are being prepared for something I have found, it's not often very enjoyable and it's very, um, it's very pressing because I mean, we are in a battle. And like, when I see all of this, I just see like, wow, I feel like we as his family are going through it, but it's not. Yes, I think there's attack involved for sure. But because we are in Christ, it is unto glory to glory. It's unto being, having these weapons that we've learned how to use, that we've been trained to battle with so that we can stand in in the next season. You know, I don't want to say in the last days, though I do believe we are in the last days. But I feel a lot of this is just preparation, you know, and it looks so different well, yeah. for every single person. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, 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 yeah. Um, it's an interesting one. Cause I think other generations have said, you know, Oh, it looks like we're in the end times. Oh. And, and I think the point of the times that occur on this earth and the seasons where we really see strongly a lot of end times behavior and stuff that lines up with prophecy. I think the, the point of, of all of it is, is to point us exactly to what, um, getting a, I always get a lot of background noise off, you know, like movement, but anyway, um, in my ear, I don't know if you do, but, um, no. anyway, I think the, the point of it is to really send us to the scripture about, you know, I mean, it's where Jesus says, you know, no man knows the day or the hour. Right. But but the whole sort of message is that we're supposed to live prepared. You Mm -hmm. know, we're supposed to live as if. And I think the beauty of that and, and the beauty of the season that I see us in around the world. And I mean, even go with me here on this. Right. Like the world has been such a mess. Certainly our country has been a mess for some years now. And it and 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 I mean, you know. The economy is in really bad shape. Um, you know, we cut off our, our 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 gas pipeline, and and that's really started to melt down. Um, 
gas prices are higher than they've ever been here. I, I think in history, I think we're seeing historic um, bad right now. And, and then prior <laughs> to that, yeah, it's bad. Right. And it's like, well, while I look at these things and I look at, you know, a lot of Christians, you know, have comments or fears or what have you. I, I really think a lot of this stuff sometimes, I mean, God really uses to make us look at him, yeah. you know, and to make us, you know, we're not supposed to be in fear the way, the way the world is in fear. You know, we're not supposed to make decisions the way that the world makes decisions based on things that they see. You know, we right. don't, we walk by faith, not by sight, right? So mm. if you look around you in the world by sight, yeah, things can look, things look like Jesus is coming back this afternoon at 2 p.m. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> All right, I wish. Guess, I mean, uh, you're right. I wish. Exactly. Exactly. But, but then again, you know, when we, when we really look at God and we hold on to our faith, the beauty of the world is highlighted. You know, the beauty, the beauty mm -hmm. of our lives here with Christ, you know, gets so highlighted. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, actually I was just, I mean, I was looking at, you know, I, I get these like daily, like financial reports on like the economy and like the stock market and, you know, just to wanting to understand and learn about what's going on. And there can be a lot of fear, you know, of just, you know, uh, with, you know, the fear of like a recession with the height of inflation and like gas prices, food prices, housing, everything. Like, it's like fear is just like pulling at, at everyone right now, especially in our nation. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's, I feel like as a family, we've been on such, we've been on such a journey within the last two years of the Lord, just holding our hands and like into the unknown, literally into the unknown, not knowing right. the next step, but then he meets us there. And it's like, boom, whoa. Like, like seeing his provision and seeing his leadership in our life has been phenomenal, but it doesn't, it doesn't take away. I think just the human tendency to go, okay, but I can't see what's next. And then everything in the world is screaming at me. And it was just the other night that me and my husband were praying and I was sitting there going like, we've had a crazy week. It's, we've been traveling. It's been work. It's been kids. It's been nonstop to where I just emotionally, I was spent. And logically I knew God has our back. He's never let us down. Never, not ever. And I'm, and even looking like yeah. he's still providing, but just the emotional, stress of it. And I just broke down. I was like, Oh my God, I, I'm just, I'm kind of losing it here, you know? And then, but as we started praying together, it just hit me. I was like, I was like, Lord, I am so thankful for my need. Not because I'm like, mm. I'm, I'm not because I want to live in a spirit of poverty. I'm not at all, but I'm going me being aware of my need and being in desperation for God to break in and for God is good. I can't imagine if I was okay, completely fine. How easy it would be to forget to talk to him throughout the day. How easy it would be to like, thank him because I'm just good yeah. in and of myself. So I don't know. I was just, I felt so much solace and like peace and comfort as I, as we were just praying, we're just like, thank you for the gift of hunger. Thank you for the gift of being aware of my need. Thank you that I have to cling to you, that I have to depend on you because there yeah. is such sweet intimacy and relationship when going, 
this will not work out unless you break in. And then seeing him do it over, he's done it every single day for this last like two years where I will sit there and be blown away. This could not have happened unless God broke in and he broke in at the 11th hour every time. But then yet when I'm tired, I'm still going, but will you? And he does it again. So I just want to even as like, I'm reading through these comments of like challenging week. It's been weird emotionally, this, that I don't know what to do. It's like, I just want to throw a little, I know it doesn't take, it just takes the edge off a little bit. It doesn't take away all the fear, but just that perspective of the gift of knowing that you need God and then running to him because God's a good father and he will not leave you hanging at all, 100% will never let you down. So even in the midst of that tension, it's like, ah, oh, but I need you. Yeah. And like, when I go to you, when yeah. I seek you, I will find you. You're going to give when I ask, I receive, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because well, yeah. we're all living I stressed do. out. <laughs> well, yeah. And we shouldn't, and we shouldn't be, you know what I mean? It's like, look, in this world, you will have tribulation, but fear not. For I have overcome the world. So we know that our ability to overcome is found in Christ, right? But it is really interesting because, and I guess we'll just go with it today. You know, we we seem to be centering on a conversation. Um, Oftentimes we'll plan to talk about something different and then we find ourselves centered somewhere else, you know? Uh, And I think, you know, to avoid that is to avoid the Holy Spirit saying, hey, I want you to deal with something else. So I think what we're kind of dealing with are, a lot of, you know, current events right now, you know, and what to do in, 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 in sort of in response to them, you know, um, you know, I'm looking at this one comment from Maria and this, it's powerful. You know, I just feel overwhelmed by responsibility. She says, anxiety tries to get the best of me and uh, the best of me and body is not responding well. I know what God wants me to do, but like Paul says, the good that I will to do, I don't. I got to tell you something, Maria, and and for all of you watching, (laughs) that scripture that you quote of Paul's was the scripture that it's one of the ones that changed my life. It was in really realizing, you know, Paul goes on and he says, you know, oh, wretched man that I am. Like, I realized like, oh my gosh. You know, the good that I want to do, I can't do, you know, and and it's like you feel that you're in this wretched, horrible battle with your own flesh to respond in a godly way to the things around you, yet you keep responding in the flesh. You keep responding in a way that you know is not correct. Essentially, you know, it's like, it's like you realize that sin is so strong, you know, that it just, it, it, it can pull you places you don't want to go. Like, you know where you want to go, but then for whatever reason, you're going the, the opposite direction. And I think that is the constant battle that we live in yeah. on this planet because everything around us, certainly mostly everything around us, right? When we, when we get, when we get off a girl club, you know, or when we walk out of church on Sunday, or when we walk out of whatever our Bible study, whatever other Bible study we might go to. The second we walk out of those situations where we're in total fellowship, we're dealing with stuff that's pulling us to go in a way that our will and our mind does not want to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and honestly, that scripture is so powerful to me because what it really did was make me realize like I had to commit 
my whole life 1000% to Jesus. I had to hold on to him every day, you know, in every yeah. thought. If I'm not thinking those thoughts with him, I'm thinking those thoughts with the enemy attacking me, you know, and, and yeah. trying to pull me in a different direction. Right. And I, I even remember you shared about, uh, I forget which verse was it, but you broke down the word it meant like topography or like, uh, be angry, but do not oh. sin. Was that the one you were talking about? Like how you were, how you give access. And I mean, I'm even thinking beyond just anger, but like when you agree yeah. with lies and that could be anxiety, it could be, um, self-hatred, it could be depression. I don't know, whatever, when, whatever it may be, when you agree well, with those lies, like you give access though to that. You know what I mean? And that when is start, the war. And yes. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. You, no, I'm sorry. Just you start making covenants with the enemy over your own right. life. You're partnering right. with him. You partner with him in negative thoughts or fearful mm -hmm. thoughts or hateful thoughts. Like, you know, and, and that's so powerful. You know, what I was talking about was not going to sleep with anger because, mm -hmm. you know, it, when you read the story of, of Saul and, and David, and, you know, and really dive in and study it. There's a place in scripture where, you know, it's written, do not let the sun go down on your anger, lest ye give topos to the enemy, lest ye mm -hmm. give a place in your heart to the enemy, which that word, that Greek word there, topos is for topography. It's literally giving a territory of your heart to Satan to do whatever he wants to with. So anger is just one of those things. Mm -hmm. Like we try never to go to sleep. I try never to go to sleep angry with my husband. I do not want the enemy to have territory in my life or in my heart at all, you know, to do anything. And yeah, I mean, but, but I mean the partnering with Satan, I think honestly, a lot of the emotional attacks we go through when we wake up and we feel like, you know, I told you, you're tapping into emotional brokenness, right? Like you, mm -hmm. you're sad or you're fearful or you're, you know, just anxious or anxiety ridden when you look at the stock market or you look at these things that are constantly bombarding us. I think all of it is really designed to get us, get our eyes off of him, off of the Lord and onto the world because the world is Satan's playground. And if we're looking at the playground, man, you know, now we're, yeah. we're, we're partnering with him. You know, we're, we're getting into the emotions that cause us to live and behave a certain way. They even cause us to kind of thwart our purpose and our calling. And so if we live there, then we're just partnering. We're making covenants with him to, you know, be, live, think, and do less than God created us to be, live, think, and do. Right, right. And in like what you focus on. I think it's funny that you said the first thing that you, you know, what's the first thing you do? I have been so bad about the first thing that I do when I wake up. It has been reading these financial reports. It has been like, you know, it hasn't been, uh, I've gotten off and like, and, and that's why I'm even sitting here going, yeah, that's what's, that's what fuels the anxiety. That's what feels that, oh no, well, how do I, you know, all of a sudden when your focus gets off the Lord, then you start thinking, well, what can I do in my own strength to control this to control that to like make a way to like survive when it's like wait hold up like i'm a daughter of the wealthiest being in all of the universe and he already takes care of me and me trying to there yeah. usurp his throne and try to take care of myself on by my own means is like it's foolishness 
So I, it really is like what you said when we're like looking around and we're just playing along with like on the devil's playground or like getting overly consumed yeah. with like his point of view. It robs us from the reality of which we live in. It really is like almost like the matrix, like for real, like being plugged yeah, into the matrix, unaware yeah. of what's really going on. Yeah. Yeah. I use that example all the time, Christina, the matrix, because I really think that it it's totally it's, it's totally like anyway, you know, the real story of the matrix is this woman, um, African-American woman who lives in Las Vegas, Nevada is the one who wrote that film. Um, oh, wow. And uh, yeah, as the history goes, she ended up suing, um, the makers of the movie. And I, and I, 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 from things I've read, they settled out of court for a lot of money because she alleged that they stole her script, um, her, and and I look in watching that film, I always, always believe that film was written by someone who had an understanding of the kingdom of God, because when you unplug from this world, which is what we're supposed to do in Christ, we're supposed to unplug from the way this world thinks. We're supposed to think the way we're supposed to think as believers. Right. And the Bible teaches us how to think. And scripture refers constantly. You know, look, it's I, I always say my favorite scripture. One of them is. Um, I have so many favors. One of them is be continually transformed by the renewing of your mind in Christ Jesus. Of course, like how we think mm. and, and, and how we renew our mind ha is a continual process, but it's continually done in Christ. And if you do that, you're supposed to continually be thinking differently than what we see and believe in the world around us. And, you know, Look, I love this. Lori writes, God even took care of me when I wasn't a believer. The enemy tries to get me to fear my future, but I just go back to how good God was to me pre-Jesus. Oh, mm. hallelujah. Because honestly, facts. I think when God, <laughs> yeah, true facts. Like I think Christine and I can totally relate to how God took care of us before we were in any way like I mean, we might have said we were believers, but I didn't live like a believer. I wasn't surrendered to Christ in any way. And so I realized like God must, like God knows those to, that he's called. And that's why we can't judge others by their behavior. Because God may take the most wretched human being on the planet that you look at and go, Phew, that girl will never, you know, never be a good Christian person or be righteous or be, that was me, right? Like I that know that me. there are people out there who look at me. Yeah, totally. I mean, I know that there are people who, who had to have looked at me at certain points in my life. And if I, if I had said to them, yeah, you know, in 10 years and I'm just going to be loving sharing the gospel, they'd be like, <laughs> really from your behavior. I don't know about that. And, but here we are, right? And I think God is so faithful because he takes care of us even before we realize that he's the one taking care of us, you know? Yeah. So yeah. faithful. He is. I just that want to share so a quick good. story because this kind of like also, I, I think another thing when you're like caught up in like your own stress and like your own drama, and like what's going around you, like sometimes it takes like reaching out of yourself to some, you know, extending love to someone else to kind of pull you out of it. And, um, it, like I said, it's been a crazy week, but then, um, my husband like took the kids to go get dairy, to go get some ice cream at dairy queen, dairy queen, like down the street or whatever. And like, there was a homeless man sitting in there and 
you know, he walks in and the guy's like, hey, you know, I'm like super hungry. I haven't eaten all day. Just being honest, like whatever. Um, so my husband, CJ, starts engaging, like talking with him. He's like, you know, you know, why haven't you eaten? Like, like what's going on? How are you? You know, just kind of starts talking with him. And this guy ends up sharing like his whole life story of how he was, um, his dad had left when he was 10 and then his mom had left him shortly after and he had been on the streets for a while. And he really just started opening up about how he really like, struggled with depression and suicide and how he had like zero value because of that. And my husband sat there and just, cause my husband felt like he needed, like he needed to stay, he needed to talk with him and just hear about him. And so my husband was like, okay, it's like, thank you for sharing. Hold on one second. I need to go just get my kids some food, hang out with them a bit. Just wait for me. I'm going to get you some food and I want to talk more with you. So he leaves. So my husband leaves, go get, buys the kids food, my parents, some ice cream, they're hanging out. Um, and this guy waited. So CJ bought him some food, brought him some food and was like, Hey, you know, like, you know, and, and just CJ felt really compelled to share with him, um, a verse from Proverbs about just like, you know, when you don't have wisdom, just cry out for it and you will receive wisdom. And he started asking me, he goes, do you have you read the Bible? And he was like, uh, I know the, I know the new Testament. And he's like, have you heard of Proverbs? He's like, never heard of Proverbs. And he was like, well, I feel like God is wants you to know that if you need wisdom, you just have to ask him. He's waiting for you to ask him for wisdom. And it's crazy because as my husband was just saying that the guy didn't even care about the food. He was like hanging on his every word once mm. he started sharing with him about God's wisdom and the Bible. And, and he was like so hungry. And so my husband was like, there's a library right across the street. You know, what are you doing today? He's like, you could maybe go over there. It's free. There's air conditioning because it's really hot. And he's like, I'm sure they have a Bible for you to just, and he's, he's like, I believe mm. that God has so much in store. And this guy was just like lit up. Like it was, it was, it was like, he was waiting for that. Not, Mm. not for, not for food, not for money, but for like the word of God. So like, he was like, he was like, I'm heading over there now. I'm going to go there right now to go like read. He's like, I needed to hear this. And, and that just, I don't know. It just shook me because in the midst of our struggle, which we're still totally fine. You know what I mean? We're not on the streets or anything. It's like God cares so much about this one person that the whole world has forgotten about so much. And so to like move upon my husband just to say, yeah, buy him food, but he doesn't need that. He needs my word. You know, it's like, what a random thing you think. Let me, let me like set him, let me get him a job. Let me do all these things in the natural. But like what he needed was God's word. And like that to me was like, ah, of course he cared about you, Lori, before you were saved, before we were all believed in him. He, that's why he came and died. And like, it, it helps me to go 401k. What 401k? This guy's on the street, has no money, has nowhere to go. It's 99 degrees. Yeah. He has to like sit in a dairy queen to stay cool. And it's like, but God loves him so much that he would move yeah. upon us as a family to go give him, give him, give him bread that is eternal, you know? And yeah, I don't know. That just like touches me. Cause I'm like, God cares. I mean, it's the same as God cares for the sparrow. If he cares for the lilies that are here one day and gone tomorrow, he cares about each and yeah. every one of us, every single yeah. one. Oh my, listen, let me tell you, it, it, we serve a God who goes after the one, like the whole yeah. reason you guys may have felt led to go to the dairy queen to get some ice cream for the kids. Right. <laughs> I mean, it sounded like a great thing to do for your family, but maybe it was just because God needed you 
to, he needed someone who was willing to go and take the time to not judge this homeless man or dismiss this homeless right. man, but to actually take the time to deliver something that this homeless man and you're right, you know, man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out yeah. of, right, out of the gospels is what we really need. And, you know, I, I gotta tell you, it, it's really, it's, I'll tell you, okay, so I'll share with you a little story. Um, my week has been crazy busy, right? Because I have this house that I bought across the street from the house that we live in here to renovate it and get it ready to sell. And then um, my husband and I bought some land and our dream, always one of our dreams from the time we got married, because we both love architecture and, and, and design. And I've always been a very creative person. And it's almost like, it's like I have to create, you know, if I'm not producing TV, I'm writing or writing scripts, writing books or painting. I love to paint or, and so I love to, I love the process of creativity. It's how I express myself. Anyway, one of the things that we did though, is we bought a bunch of land and to build our home on and, um, and we plan to sell, you know, parcels and homes and so developing. And so, you know, the economy, right? So then we finally get to the place where we're ready to sell our very first lot and home. And the economy is just, I mean, the news every day is just about how bad the economy is and the slowdown and the rise in interest rates, um, which will make people, you know, afraid to buy houses or, you know, it's really only hurting lower income people. None of this stuff ever hurts people with money. I mean, I just don't understand when we're going to all just wise up and realize that they're just selling us all a bunch of crock of duty. But anyway, you know, I've, I've been like you, you gain, getting caught in the fear of it all. Like, wow, you know, we put all this time and investment into this development. And now what if nobody buys it? What if we don't sell it? What if we end up in a bad place? What if, what if, what if, right? So like, I think it's like the enemy's best friend for us Christians is the what if, you know, because um, what if, what if dot, 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 question mark, it's always bad. That's always, we always fill in the dots as believers with like bad, you know, it's crazy because with Jesus, it should be, what if I get offered more money than I'm asking? What if the place sells faster than I'm ready? What if, you know, but we don't go there. Right. That's not where we automatically go. Okay. So I just got to tell you guys this because it's kind of a praise report and it's silly, but I think it's important. It's kind of like, you know, we all need to know that God loves us. Like this homeless man needed you to know that. And I think God goes a long way and to great lengths to let us know he's got us and he loves us. And so Friday, my realtor calls and she goes, okay, look, we've spent months. We've gotten the contract together. We're really ready to go live on this listing, but it's kind of on you. And I know you're concerned about the economy and all this. And when do we actually list and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, in faith, I just felt like we needed to go live. That was it. There's no more delays. I mean, okay, God, we're going to go live at 12 noon. It's all in your hands. Well, within about an hour of us going live with the first listing for sale, my husband gets a call from the county saying, and we've been waiting and wondering when this call was going to come. And it could be delayed. It could have been delayed for months, which would have been a big problem. 
right? Especially if we were live with the listing and then someone came forward and wanted to buy the place that we're building. Um, my husband got a call from the county saying, okay, you're ready to go live. You're, you, you can, we want to let you know you can build anytime you now have a buyer. And that was kind of like, oh my gosh, within an hour of me making a move in faith, then we get, then, wow. then like the thing that we really needed happens. Wait, then it gets even crazier. About two hours later, after I got through the stress of the other house that I'm trying to get ready to list, um, <laughs> I sit down and my husband goes, okay, now that you're able to exhale, he goes, I just want to ask you if you know what date it is today. And I looked at him, I said, what date it is? And all of a sudden it hit me what date it was, that it was the 16th. And I, I just put my head in my hands and I started crying. Because everything that ever is significant for me in my life, it's a me and God thing. It happens on the 16th. My birth, my son's wow. birth, the first day my TV program aired, the first day this was released. Like every significant new beginning blessing is always punctuated by it randomly occurring on the 16th. It's not random. Wow. It's how, wow. you know, it's my, God has a love language with all of us. Okay. If you don't know what your love language is with the Lord, mm -hmm. I just want all of you watching to ask him, you know, like ask him this week, God, what's our love language. I know you have one for me. It's I, I'll wake up with praise and worship music in my mind and whatever the lyric is, it's usually something affirming something that I need to know or have been asking God. But like the 16th is a part of that love language. And my husband smiled as I just sat there in awe of the fact that no matter what the world is saying about everything bad in for real estate, for the economy, for everything, every fear reason I had in my brain, God took the time to say to me, hey, I've got this, which then made me realize he gave it to me anyway. He's guide the guide of the process and the God of the process anyway He's got a believer, or, or I mean, excuse me. He, hey, I hope it's a believer who's a buyer, right? He's got a buyer anyway. Like, I mm -hmm. can't control it. I mean, right. we can't control it. You know, Christina, like, I'm just, I want to figure out how to control it, but I can't control it. Like, nothing, no, you nothing. can't. <laughs> and what yields you know? better? What is what is better if you stressed yourself out to the point of exhaustion, getting sick, and then it yeah. happened, or you <laughs> possibly probably just stressing yourself to exhaustion, getting sick, but then surrendering, and then within boom, once you surrender, I mean that I, to me, I'm yeah. like, it's a romance. He's trying to get us to fall in love with him more. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, and, and I've seen that it's like yeah. literally the 11th hour. It's like, oh my God, if this doesn't happen, like, like then this X, Y, and Z is not happening. All this work, it's not happening. Yeah. And he does it. And what does it do? It builds, it builds trust. Like, I feel like, be I mean, maybe because of my past, my brokenness, whatever. He's like, I know this little girl is so skittish. She has major trust issues. But like, I know the way to lead her so that she's going to be so fully given to me that like, she'll stop fighting and I can just bless her. You know, like I, I feel yeah. like it, it, it is this romance and it's scary because it's like, I'm so focused on what's in front of me that I forget to look up. You know what I mean? And I know, I honestly, know. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Heart I'm thankful. Yeah. Well, uh, this heart of the city, your, your text message just made me cry in the middle of what Christina was saying. Oh. Um, 
God is very creative as well, you know, and I think for any, any of us here who are creative people know that I, I do believe that it is something that is, I give all credit to God for it, you know, and I mean, uh, Christina, like I'm looking, you know, at Maria, my first few years after my conversion was amazing. And I've seen so much of God's goodness and bearing fruit was easy. Now I'm in a season of pruning and I realize I have to lean into the pruning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. Sometimes we do have to lean into the pruning. Sometimes maybe all of this is about pruning. And I think that's why when God gives us a God kiss in a moment, like, it's it, it, it as you get older and more mature as a believer, because there's there is as you get more mature, the mature maturation process is about pruning. Right. So when you get a, a, a when you have a moment where God goes, OK, listen, it's me. I gotcha. It's so much. It, it's even that much better because. Yeah. You maybe you need it more. I don't know. Or maybe it's just the the reminder or maybe in your maturation process, you know that God doesn't have to, God does not have to affirm that he is real and he's got it for me to acknowledge him anymore. But man, I sure mm. need him to and like when he does, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, like, hello, you know, it's, oh my God, you guys, some of your comments are so, they're so powerful. I know. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm looking, Ashley, I was reading Exodus 14 this week regarding the Israelites and how they were being pursued by Pharaoh's army. They were trapped in between them and the Red Sea. They were truly surrounded. But why? Well, because God needed them to be in a vulnerable situation so he could reveal who he was to them. Because if it wasn't for that, they wouldn't even notice who he was and what he does. Amen. That's a that mic drop. That is so true. Ash- that is Ashley's, a mic drop. I know. Anna, Anna, we might have to give Ashley some stars because it is true. <laughs> you know, I think, <laughs> oh, I think so, so many times God, so many times God allows us to come to the end of ourselves so that we will realize that he's more than begun looking out for us. Yeah. You know, I do think that is very, very true. You know, um, when you let go and let God, Pastor Cynthia, all things work together for, for good. Thank you for that. Salumbra. You know, I will, I will ask you guys, you know, in just being transparent, I would ask you guys to really be praying about, um, the projects that, you know, these properties that we're selling, because, you know, you do hear a lot more negative voices than, you know, than God voices. That's why I looked so forward to Monday mornings. I, I, I've been, I look so forward to this because the Bible says iron sharpens iron. Like I need all of you to keep me sharp. And I hope that you all need us to keep you sharp because that's really what it's about. God wants us to sharpen each other in fellowship to learn how to use and apply the word of God and to go and be breakthrough assassins, you know, in our homes and in our communities and in our careers. And, and I do believe that's true, you know? And so I would ask you guys for prayer that we get not just our price, but over asking, you know, because as a, as a witness, you know, as a witness to God, because we try to constantly let people know we walk with Jesus. We journey with Jesus. We give these projects and these properties to Jesus. We we 
think and apply godly wisdom to what we're doing. And I've said that even to my own realtor, you know, like, thank you. I hear you. But in my prayers, which may sound crazy to you, I feel X, Y, and Z. So we're going to do X, Y, and Z, not A, B, and C. And I need God to, to stamp, you know, like we need God to stamp and affirm the things that we're doing in faith openly and vocally that other people are watching, you know, because I do believe that part of what the enemy uses to silence us as believers in the world is when the enemy stamps what the non-believer has said over what the believer has said. So we've got to make bold statements in faith in Christ and then expect that God will show up and stamp those statements so that those, the crowd of witnesses around us see the person in faith affirmed by God, Mm -hmm. where they know that it was only God. Cause like, whoa, like they can sit there and go, I didn't even think that what that person wanted to do was correct. Mm -hmm. So I guess there is a God, you know, it's like, you know, if, if, if Daniel weren't interpreting the King's dreams, you know, then the King, the King would have never been able to say Daniel's God is powerful, more powerful than mine. Yeah. You know, so yeah. So, you know, my prayer by heart of the city, (laughs) we love you too. Um, My prayer is that, you know, God will affirm the things we're doing in faith right now for all of us, because all of you are doing something in faith, even if it's just showing up here, you're doing something in faith. You know, every time you open your Bible to read instead of falling apart and crying, you know, or, or every time you make a decision from a place of faith and not fear. You're standing on the enemy's head. And I yeah. pray that God will affirm your faith and affirm your, and support your stand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally do. And I, and I, and I believe he does and he will. I just, I think I'm trying to, I'm trying to get my mind wrapped around the fact that yes, he will outright stamp it be like, I'm behind you and this is how I'm behind you. And then other times that it's just like, 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 how do I say this? I think in Narnia, it says it best when Narnia talks about Aslan who depicts Mm -hmm. Jesus. He's like, he's, he's, he's not a tame lion. You can't tame him. You can't force him to do anything. You can't domesticate him, but he's good. You know? And I think, and I think of just the different seasons and the different situations of how he's led, led me and my family throughout our life. It sometimes it's like the obvious stamp of approval. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's like, whoa, you don't realize that he did until six months later, a year later where you're like, where you look back in hindsight and you're like, oh my gosh, God came through so hard. I just was too blind to see it because I was hoping for, for an outcome and it wasn't that, you know what I mean? So I'm like, Yes, I believe that he will do it 100%. But my but where I'm at is like I want to be so aligned with him that I don't exalt my own solution over his. Because at the end of the day, I'm at the end of the day, it's like it's your will, not mine. Your will is good and you're wild and you're wild about me. But <laughs> your ways are higher than mine, so if it doesn't happen the way I want it, then I have to I have to go, okay. 
how is this better? Give me eyes to see, give me insight. Like I, I want to be, I just want to be aligned. And I see that in you, Cynthia. Oh my gosh. Like even in our last connect in the beginning of this year, I was so provoked by you, just how you live your life out of the place of, I am, I want to be in alignment with Jesus. I want to do what he says. And it is so clear because even the way that you guys got this land, the way that you've even moved along this, like whole journey of investment, which is very scary and risky and whatever. It is so clear to me that he is the one that is just, you've just been saying yes to what he's been giving you. And now you just, and now it's just time for you to go. You're you just be faithful. You just steward what he gave you and he will make it come to pass. He'll sell it. It's his land anyways. It's not yours. Right. He's entrusting it that. to you to steward it. <laughs> and but I but I yeah. see that in in you and Roger's life. Like ever since I've known you, almost ten years now, your life has flowed from a place of relationship. That's why you guys are put in such crazy, like amazing situations that the average person is not in. Because you guys, he finds you trustworthy. He can trust you guys. You guys are his friends. So mm. I don't mm. worry. Mm. Don't worry. Think, oh, mm, that moves me. Thank you for that. Um, it's true. Yeah. It, it, you know, he owns the land and all the cattle on a thousand hills. You know, I really do believe that. And and I, I mean, for him to just give me that wink of like, yeah, I, I'm in this. It was so yeah. important and powerful. And um, yes, Salumbra, yes, anyone can invest or purchase a property from us. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's like, you know, uh, you go, it's interesting. I almost went into, um, you know, I almost took in an investor and I, I thought it was someone. And then it turned out that, you know, she had someone else kind of behind her and which is fine, you know, but the person behind her is not a, a um, a believer. And I don't, you know, that that's okay. I mean, I've done business with people who are not believers. That's been perfectly fine. But for some reason in this journey here in uh, the Nashville area, um, I, re- I looked up and I realized that everyone around me is a believer. And and I, I wasn't seeking it. It's just, I don't know, maybe water just seeks its own level. So you start, you, you attract, you know, that which you are which I really have to believe and that that's true because there was a time in my life when I was, you know, I, I, I attracted that, which I was, but I wasn't surrendered to Christ many years ago. And so I felt like I attracted a lot of just cuckoo, you know, <laughs> you know, so it's really nice. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the fact that I attract other believers uh, to, to get into business situations now who, I mean, I, I have one partner and we kind of laugh because like, We've done deals and signed paper after because we're just, I mean, he's been on my ministry programs before, you know, he's been, he's been on my TBN show before. And he's like, you know, if, I mean, if I'm going to screw you over or you're going to screw me over, like (laughs) there's just no hope for, there's just no hope to be alive anymore. You know what I mean? Like you, you build (laughs) relationships and friendships with people and you speak about the Lord so much. And it's like, that's why I get so disappointed in leaders that, don't have integrity in business or in every area of their life. And, you know, look, I mean, many of this, a, a, a good portion of set of girl club conversations we've had, you know, months ago centered around really just, you know, people who've been so hurt by the church 
and disillusioned by leadership in the church. And I get so upset about it because I feel like it's absolutely everything that we are. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is going to get me. It's everything that we are supposed to be who and what God created us to be. We have to align our lives and the way that we treat others and our behavior toward others with the word of God, or people get a bad image of Jesus. They get a horrible Mm. impression about Christians. They laugh at our church. You know, I've been at dinners with very wealthy, non-believing, you know, or non-Christian, I should say, people who've said things to me like, I mean, I swear to you, this was said to me a few years ago. I will never forget it. Sitting at a table with billions of dollars worth of people. Okay. Um, We were the only believers there. And a couple of people that I minister to regularly. And this man looked at me and, and he said, well, I just find that your God is obviously broke and not very capable. And I was, I was, wait, I was, I was blown away, you know, bear with me. Cause for those of you who were with me last week and I was in New York and I was really sick, I had COVID you guys. So, and it's been, it was mild this time. I got over it pretty quickly, but I'm still left with the cough and the sniffles and the stuffy head. So, um, I, I, just so you know, um, Anyway, I looked at him and I go, I don't understand what you mean by that. And he goes, well, I mean, I watch when I'm in America and I turn on the TV, I love to channel surf and I end up watching late at night, these men who call themselves Christian pastors and all they do is beg for money. Mm. And that really broke my heart because for so many reasons, like, you know, did the prosperity doctrine and TBN and pastors getting famous because of lots of donations, did that do something damaging to the church and create something that is really bad? And then I meet pastors with ministries, you know, smaller ministries or or ministries like mine and you guys, I mean, I have a very difficult time, you know, going to organizations or what having you, for example, and saying, you know, okay, we want to grow, you know, a girl club, or we want to do this, or we want to do that. Because I just really believe that God is our provider and he's God and he can open and will open doors as he sees fit. And, you know, it's like, Man, I mean, that comment really, it it hit me in my gut because, you know, Jesus is about so much more, you know, than, than that, you know, and, and his power is so much greater than being on TV, than needing money, than any of it, right? Like, it just, I don't know, Christina, and I think you know, in our conversations about being disillusioned with leadership, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, all of this plays a part, you know, all of this plays a part. Um, All of these things that the world has looked at from us as believers, and they haven't necessarily or don't necessarily make sense to non-believers and they don't line up, you know. So we have to line up. 
You guys, we have mm-hmm. to reflect the power of Christ. And no matter what I'm going through, sometimes I just put, if I have to put on the face for a room full of unbelievers, then I'll put on the face of God's power. Even if inside I'm feeling like a little small little girl and not at all powerful and like, God, I don't know if you're even looking at me, you know, or if you're even paying attention to this, but I'm going to go work that out with the Lord and with you guys. You know, I'm not going to work that out on a platform of unbelievers. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think what I feel like I'm hearing you say and what actually like breaks me heart, breaks my heart about that is I feel like in the, okay. I feel like in the old Testament, God displayed himself in such a way to make his enemies fear him. Like, like he revealed himself in his wonders to Egypt, like he, to Nebuchadnezzar. I mean, he made him be, like become an animal for seven years. I mean, he really put himself on display. It was like, there was a good representation of him and, yeah, you know, and, and obviously when Jesus came, like he came in a different way to like reveal this, like humility, this lowliness, this meekness, but was not at all weak. You know what I mean? He destroyed yeah. all of death. And like, what I feel like I'm hearing you say, and what I'm feeling as well is like, I long to be in my weakness, a good representation of Christ in every way possible, you know, in the way that in our dealings in business, like, and we talk about like the seven mountains and education, religion, entertainment, all of these things. Ultimately we want him to have kingship over all of that. And I think it is incredibly discouraging and it can be disheartening when you see such a lack of like true representation of Christ. Like when you, when you, when it's like, I want to be your ambassador, but like, we're all failing in morality and like integrity and fraud and scams and this and that and adultery. And it's like, ah, Lord. And what you were saying is true. It's like, it comes down to alignment and surrender and going, okay, move through us and like shine through us. Let us be the fragrance of Christ. Cause right now it's a little stinky and that's me included in my own brokenness. But, um, so I'm thinking that, but I'm also no. thinking of like, there's something more than money. I don't care if this guy's like, well, your, your God is broke. I'm like, you're broke. You may have all the money, yeah. but where's your peace? Where's your joy? Like there is something that we as Christians emanate. Um, and it is the fragrance of Christ. And I'll just, uh, just for example, where, wherever me and wherever my family goes, hands down, people are like, they feel drawn to us. And they're always like, like, you know, I never believed in family, but I feel like I could have a good family. Like, like you, like, I feel Mm. like I'm getting healing just being around you. I don't know why these are people who don't know Jesus, who never stepped, stepped their foot, their feet in church before who don't know why. and, And they want to be near us. So I'm like, even on an off day, on an off day where me and CJ are fighting, we're stressed. We go somewhere, we meet with right. someone trying to pitch an idea for like a project to, to try to get like some funding for whatever. The guy goes, you guys are just so joyful. I don't know why we're sitting there going, what? We're literally fighting on the way here. But it, but that, but I'm going there. There's a representation of Christ though. There, there's, yeah. there's a light of Christ. Cynthia, when you're, you're like, you ask the Lord, you know, I want to, I want you to move through me today. And you literally took like a whole day 
with with the movers remember it was like the movers and you like yeah. didn't he spend the yeah. night or something like you take you took time it's yeah. like a homeless man it's with <laughs> it's with your children it's like like you said the, the little things yeah. the little yeses the little lining that is cultivating and emanating the representation of yeah. christ so yes yeah. we want more yes we want it all we want all seven mountains of influence we want the government we want god to have dominion over everything and it's going to happen yeah. But in the meantime, as as he's disciplining us as the church, as he's purifying us as the church, right. as he's making us pure and spotless, like we can still represent him with power that's beyond a million billion dollars. I don't care what kind of darkness you're all first, in arms with, but you know. right. First, first, we have to give him dominion over ourselves. Right. If we give him right. dominion over ourselves, you're right. Then while he's taking the mountains we're, we're good representatives. And, and honestly, that's all that we can do. You know, I, I mean, I'm looking at Ashley's comment. We have a world full of carnal Christians. We feed the flesh instead of the spirit. Mm -hmm. And it shows we are the salt of the world. And some of us give an overpowering flavor and push others away. It's true. (laughs) It's true. Like we don't want to be too salty, but then we also don't want to taste bland. Like where's the spice, you know, where's the salt. And you know, I, I've been working on my next book and, and it's not been an easy, uh, it's been a difficult challenge for a lot of reasons, mostly because I don't think the book is what, you know, it's, so the book is, 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 is meant to be, you know, my publishers would like a book about cancel culture and what the Christian response to cancel culture is. But when we came up with the title silenced, the title was more powerful to me than talking about cancel culture because I'm sorry. Oh. You guys, <laughs> I had to be here last week and today because I did not want to want to let Bobby Shea love you. Didn't want to miss. Um, but anyway, the word silenced is so powerful because I believe that what's been going on is that Christians have allowed themselves to be silenced and have silenced themselves continually for decades. And that's partially why we are where we are today. And so I don't blame unbelievers, they don't know any better. I don't expect anything different from someone who doesn't believe, right? Doesn't know Mm -hmm. Christ, but I do expect different from us. You know, those of us who call ourselves believers and it's pretty simple, you know, um, I'm looking at P news comment. Um, hi ladies. I'm learning that having reached the end of myself, there's no restart of myself. It's a scary daily trusting daily listening, being a sheep, following slowly and awkwardly, unsure of me. That is so well said about what we should just be trying to do every day. You know, it is scary and it to, to really trust and to really listen and, and to be a sheep and truly follow Christ. It's scary. It's awkward. It's awkward because when you're in the world, but not of the world, you really should look different. You know, the Bible says that we're a peculiar people, a holy nation set apart. But I look at a lot of Christians in the world today and they don't look very peculiar or set apart. They look just like the world, frankly. And I think we've got to all remember that, you know, we're not called to look like the world. We're called to change the world. You know, Mm -hmm. we're not called to show up and the atmosphere is is you know worldly 
we're supposed to show up in the atmosphere as godly. And that's why, Christina, you and CJ can argue all the way to a meeting. But when you show up <laughs> as a family, the atmosphere changes. You can't yeah. help inviting Christ to be Lord of your vessel. And mm-hmm. it, it happens in spite of you, you know. And and I know we didn't talk a lot about it, but, I mean, you've really been under attack, you know, in, in your community. You know, and I know God will be faithful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like you said, that's that's what Pinu said. Scary daily trusting, listening, (laughs) being a sheep. I feel like I've got the dumb part down of being a sheep, but. uh, Right, right. It's true. It's true. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's true. Well, you guys, I know, you know, I know we've gone, uh, we've gone over and, and I think, I think the perfect place to end in prayer is with Salumbra said, which is, um, father, forgive us for we know not what we do sometimes. And I think that's true, you know, and, 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 um, gosh, Christina, you want to just pray us out this week? Sure. Yes. Okay. Father, we love you so much. God, we just thank you that your banner over us, that the theme of our lives, no matter the ups and downs is just your goodness, your goodness and your mercy. We thank you that your goodness and your mercy follows us. It pursues us all the days of our lives. And God, I just thank you that you are always with us. And um, I just pray for an alignment and alignment doesn't always feel good, but I pray Lord God for everyone watching for all of us on the show, Lord God, just for a holy divine alignment of our lives, Lord, the things that are out of place, Lord God, I pray that you put everything into alignment, God, because we know that out of this place, when we are in line with you, Lord, everything just flows. It's easy. We just say yes to what you bring to our, bring to us, Lord God. And I just pray, Lord, that you would, with your peace, Lord, guard our hearts with all, um, with all that we're going with all that we're going through. And I just want to read this real quick out of Hebrews 13, 20 through 21. Now may the God of peace who brought up from the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep with the blood of the everlasting covenant, equip you with all that is good to do his will working in us. What is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ. Glory belongs to him forever and ever. Amen. Um, Oh God, we just remember who you are. We remember your blood. We remember your sacrifice. Remember, we remember how you are victorious. Therefore, we are victorious, God. And I just thank you that you give us everything that we need for life and godliness. We thank you that you give us all the grace that we need for today, for tomorrow, the next day. And um, God, I just we just want to be faithful. So we lean on you. We trust you. I just pray that your peace would guard our hearts and that you would, just like this verse says, you would continue to equip us to do your good works that you've already um, planned for us. We just have to walk in them. We love you so much. We praise you. We exalt you over um, our families, over our communities, over Girl Club. We say you are worthy of it all in Jesus' name. And Lord, I just want to add really quickly, just a special prayer of thanks for Christina, whose faithfulness and maturity is stronger and more powerful than she even knows most of the time, I think. 
And so I just ask that you would bless her in an extra special way. Bless her family, bless her home. I thank you for every woman and man who is watching and is a member here of, at our at our girl club. Lord, um, we love the fellowship that you've created between all of us. We love the the ability of uh, to connect with women around the world and men. And we love, Lord, and encourage that uh, encourage these these children of yours, these daughters of yours and sons, Lord, we love that we get to be used to encourage them. And Father, they in turn encourage us. And I thank you for that. I ask, Lord, that you will bless the work of our hands, all of us. We have Girl Club members who are trying to find jobs and changing jobs. And I ask that you would inspire new careers, that you would inspire new beginnings, Lord, and that you would stamp, Lord, the stand that we make for you every day, that you would support it, that you would encourage it, and that you would affirm us, Lord, even in small ways with things that have to do with purchase prices, Lord. I ask that we would we would do abundantly above and beyond even what we ask for in a purchase price, Lord, to be a witness to those around us, Father, that you're different in the lives of those who are your strong warriors, your believers, your, your witnesses, Lord, your children. Show, Lord, prove to them those weak in the faith or who don't have faith that you just pick us up out of the world and out of the circumstances of the world and you bless us in spite of the secular goings on around us. We do not live according to man. We live according to your word, God. We live according to our faith in you and we walk daily by faith and not by sight as your word says for us to do, Lord. We thank you. We exalt your name. We praise you. I ask that you would unsilence everyone within the sound of my voice and release them to become bold, overcoming, victorious believers who proclaim you boldly before the nations. In Jesus' name, just bless everyone this week. Amen. 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 Yeah. Have a great week, everyone. Ah, oh, Christina, thank you. Mm, you're finally thank clear. You. Your internet is working. Yeah, I know, of course. And it's time to go, right? But but we, man, you guys, we love you. Thank you for sticking through the um, internet glitchiness this morning. And um, please, we really want Girl Club to be to grow and to be a part of the lives of people who need to hear what's going on here for themselves. So I would just really ask you to like us, subscribe us and share us on our YouTube platform. Subscribe to Cynthia Garrett Ministries YouTube platform. You can find any information through cynthiagarrett.org. But you're, you know, look, we live in this world of numbers and stupidity. So your likes and, and you getting other people to like us and join us and subscribe really matters to our ability to be supported, you know? Um, and, and, and we kind of believe, I kind of believe that places like some of these platforms that we're on really want to silence Christians. So I'm asking you to make us heard, make us known and make us seen in the world that does not belong to us. Um, because it really does belong to us in Jesus name. And so um, we love you too. 
and um, and that remember, be willing to be vulnerable and watch him reveal who he is to you because he's waiting to show up and show out as only God can do. God bless you too, Ashley. And listen, um, Christina and Nova and Christina are going to be here with me this week. We might even um, send you, send out an email blast. So pay attention to CynthiaGarrett.org. I don't know. Maybe we'll do a special live session while we're all together, live and in the flesh and not um, each of us from our homes. You never know. So please be paying attention this week as we kind of keep you updated on what's going on. But um, we love you guys and thank you. And uh, we're going to be praying into and planning our first Girl Club gathering. So um, we hope you'll all join us there when we do. See you next week. Bye, guys. Now and it shows he would say that Pat Boone, he's so religious. I shook hands with that boy the other day. My whole right side sobered up. <laughs> and and I would repeat that in my act. And I said, you know, it did. And then I'd go ahead and sing my song. Pat Boone shares some of his incredible life story on The Walk, a podcast for worshipers. Join us weekly to hear conversations and devotionals from the artists of the church. The Walk can be found on lifeaudio.com, worshipleader.com, or your favorite podcast platform.